Welcome in everybody. This is the Too Fat to Play po- podcast. Fortunately, I am back this week. I appreciate the thoughts and prayers from last week. Uh, it was a rough week. Um, tonight's going to be a little bit of a um, stress test, I will say. Um, I'm dealing with a little bit of the flu. Ryan is dealing with a massive toothache. So we're going to have a fun time tonight. Um, half of his face is numb. We're going to see how this goes. Maybe you guys will get some really cool sounds by the end of this. What's going on, guys? Like Austin said, not doing too terribly great tonight. It is a Tuesday evening. What more could you ask for? Half a bottle of Origel, a couple shots of whiskey, um, and I still hurt, so it's going to be a long one. Glad to have Austin back. I'm ready to talk a little bit of football. Week 13 was very exciting. Good games all around. Um, unfortunately, a couple quarterbacks went down, uh, three um, to be specific, uh, but let's get started. Austin, go ahead. I'll have you lead tonight, since yeah, yeah. this is excruciatingly painful. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I typically do, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely continue to do so since you're already holding your mouth in pain. Um, we'll kick it off Thursday night football, Bills, Pats. I don't think either of us were really expecting the Pats to put up much of a fight. Maybe a little more of a maybe hold the Bills offense a little bit back. Um, I never really felt that that was a game. I watched a little bit of it. Um, Thursday night was a really weird night for me, um, being at the bowling alley without uh, a dear friend of mine. But it, so I, I didn't I didn't heavily watch the game, but. It, what I've what I've picked up, what I saw, kind of how it felt um, through the highlights that I was watching, through the, the Twitter reactions, it didn't feel like much of a game. I didn't see it as much of a game. Um, I actually have a little bit of in not insight. Uh, I talked to you about this before um, we started recording, and before my face um, has tried to fall off and that second half of Origel is definitely looking pretty tasty right now. Um, So I kind of talked it over with you. Something was said, I don't remember who it was by on the Thursday night crew, um, talking about Josh Allen and uh, kind of, I guess you could say his struggles this year. His numbers aren't great. He's not a numbers guy. Uh, he's a I win games and I can be Superman guy. <laughs> so he doesn't. He gets a lot more respect than he should, I guess. But he also doesn't get enough respect. It's a very weird conundrum that he's in. Unlike the the big name quarterbacks that you think of, whenever I mean, don't be me wrong. When you when you say the best quarterbacks in the league, Josh Allen's name's on that list, and it's usually right at the top. But when you think of the way quarterbacks are supposed to look when they look like when they win. Right. You think of the way Mahomes looks. You think of the way Burrow looks. You think of the way Herbert looks. It's it is a very elegant 
style of football. Um, but with Josh Allen, you you are you are looking at the most talented caveman we have ever seen. So, my thought, and I'll, I'll bring this up to you, Austin, again, and uh, just let it out there for the, you guys listening to us. You know how big of a fan of Josh Allen I am. Obviously. I mean, we did drive two hours to go watch a Chiefs game, and I said, hold on, i got to run into the mall real quick, come out wearing a, a Josh Allen jersey and a Bills hat. I did that. That that's not something that Yeah, we've also we've all seen the wagon parked out front of your house. It's fine. Right. Like Austin can attest that that's not something that I just do for laughs. I mean, I do do shit for laughs, but it's usually a little bit more grotesque than that. Um I love love watching the guy play football. Something came up in the broadcast. And it kind of struck me. I don't remember what it was. I wish I would have wrote it down. But the only thing I got out of it is that Josh Allen, for lack of a better term, I guess you would say, is a system quarterback. And that's very odd. I don't think it's a bad thing. So let me explain, and then Austin, I'll let you come Mm -hmm. back in. So Josh Allen's first year in the NFL... God awful. I liked him. I liked his gunslinging mentality. I, I you could see that he w- wasn't seeing the field exactly right. He wasn't understanding how the call or the plays were coming in, uh, why they were wanting to do some things, um, why he needed to go to the ball here instead of there, and obviously second year in bringing in a receiver like Stephon Diggs helps drastically, but. Year two, he grows. Year three, last year, an incredible season. I mean, there were people putting him well above Pat Mahomes as best quarterback in the league because of the season he was having. He loses his offensive coordinator to uh, New York and gets Ken Dorsey, who was his quarterback's coach. But not the guy in his ear. He was the one, hey, we need to clean this up a little bit. When you're seeing this, go there. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, So Ken Dorsey brings in a similar offense. Same playbook. But he runs it a little bit differently. He doesn't rely on Josh as much as Brian DeBull did. He tries not to anyways. So what I feel like you're seeing is that Josh Allen needs a system, and he has to stay within that system. And what we've been seeing this year where people are claiming he's having a step back is him trying to learn what Ken Dorsey's looking for out of the play calls and the calls, um, the audibles that he gives him on the field. Because it's a little bit different than what Brian DeBall gave him. And you can see throughout the season, I mean, he was just winging it, airing it out early on, and then they kind of went on a skid where they were getting, they were winning close games, which they were never able to do before, and then they hit that, was it two or three game skid? Two. And they seem back. 
He's still making a mistake here or there, but that that's Josh. I feel like he's a system-type quarterback who has to learn. It, it's not... I don't. It's hard for me to explain. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. I, I think I do. Um, I want to. I want to counter with. I mean, just one quick question, and I and I'll see how see what your take on it is. Is it more of him being a system quarterback, or is it he is is he more of a scheme quarterback? Because I honestly think when it comes to scheme, Dable is probably one of the best in the league right now. Okay. Okay. So. Is it more of Dable's scheme within the fit system? Josh better than Ken's than Ken Dorsey's does, or do you think it's actually the system? See, I'm I'm I think it's the system because if if it was just the scheme, now it, it could be. I feel like you would have a much larger drop off with him learning. He knew the basics when you looked at the scripted plays where he knew, hey, this is why we're doing everything. Like I said, it took him to year three to really dive into that playbook and be like, okay, that's why when we're coming off of this on, say, like a third and two, or heading into a third and two, you're looking for that play. This is going to open up for, for the guys. Now with Ken, I mean, we have you and I have both been high on Devin Singletary. We're seeing a lot more out of the run game. They've made it an emphasis this year. I feel like that's almost a reaction to the Chiefs. When when you when you see the Chiefs struggle, I I, I feel like I feel like the Bills look at it and go, "We can't do that because we've seen what happens." Right, but now now that's opening up the playbook some more to hey, what if we're able to throw in a couple of play actions, a couple of runs up the middle? Now now do you understand Josh? Do you understand why we're doing this now? Because before it's well with your legs and your abilities, the linebackers and the safeties ought to react like this. And now they still have to respect that, which they always have, but not changing uh, or changing schemes within the same system. He still has the basis of that knowledge. I feel like his drop off would have been much greater if it was a complete system change. With him saying, I feel he dropped to like mid-season of season two. Okay. Instead of picking up end of season three, he kind of dropped back just a hair and was like, whoa, okay, some of this isn't making quite sense. Why are we doing this? Obviously, he's not going to come out and say that, but he makes questionable decisions. And there's a couple, like that pick was against the uh, um, Minnesota, Patrick Peterson. Yep, that one across the middle. Yep. What are you looking at? He doesn't. He makes errant throws because he's he's a little cocky. All the great quarterbacks are. I can fit that. Well, not this time. That was a sea of purple, dude. You don't play anywhere near that color blue. The color blue you've got ain't close to that color purple. So, to me, it it could be schematic. Um. I feel like it's the system, though, because if you take them out of that system, obviously you can't drop them into a uh, a Chiefs Andy Reid system or a Niners Shanahan system where they look at the quarterback and say, "Huh, that's talented. Let's dumb it down 
so he looks even better. And then, once they understand this, we'll throw in some extras. Now you take him out of that, or take him from Sean McDonald. The guy could be God, for all I know. But, I, I don't know. I. It's an interesting point. I mean, I, I don't know. I've seen too many big plays and too many special things out of Josh to... I guess to consider him a system-based quarterback. I mean, granted, I mean, there's an argument to be made about Brady being a system quarterback because he's essentially ran the same system most of his career. But I, it's the nuances in the scheme. And that, that's why I that's why I asked if you thought it was more system or more scheme because I I think I think Dable's scheme played to Josh's okay willingness. To put his body on the line, whereas Ken's scheme, it goes, "Hey, we need you for twenty games." I, I personally just kind of feel that's, and and Ken's trying to rely on on Josh's decision making more, where Dable was going, "Hey, big guy, there's a cookie over there. Go get it." I mean, that's, I guess that's, that's the way I've kind of seen it. That's how I've seen his struggles. I, I don't, I don't think Josh is downgraded. I, I don't think he's regressed. I, it, it's I, hard. I think, to, it was really hard for me to say that. And then I, you start seeing some numbers and obviously you, any numbers can make anybody look bad. But when you just see his completion percentage down around this uh, 60% mark, his touchdown to interception ratio. It, it it's slightly concerning, but at the end of the day, I it's hard for me to not. A lot of that almost comes down to like those that two game skid. Uh, it yeah, no, I, it's really weird. He's such an odd player to evaluate right now. Yeah, and I guess I guess one thing for me that I I kind of feel is relevant here would be Mahomes last season. Mahomes threw a lot of picks last season. Granted, I'm to start last season, I guess. He trimmed it up by the time the playoffs came around, but he threw a lot of picks. And I kind of... These guys aren't going to be 50 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, you know, 8 interceptions. That's not normal. Right. We've, we've gotten to the point where the quarterback position got so precise that double-digit interceptions was wild. You can Aaron almost Ro- literally I'm, blame Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. For exactly. That. Because, I mean, he threw what? I think 12 in three years? Yep. I mean. And uh, I think th- all three of those years they went to the NFC Championship game, and all three of those years got smoked at home. Yeah. No, one of those years was in Santa Clara. No, that was also at home. The, fir- the second time, I don't remember who they played in the first one, uh, it would have been the Rams. The Rams smoked him, and then got got smoked, <laughs> and then the Niners came in, and uh, Raheem Mostert had like six carries, four thousand yards, and twenty seven touchdowns or some shit like that. And then last year it was, hmm, it's cold, it's Green Bay football. There's four feet of snow. We got this. Oh wow, no, we don't. Yeah, turns out they can run in the snow too. Yeah, no, I mean the Packers are. I mean, and they are the next game, so I guess this 
transitions better than I think either of us was really planning on. Um, I, I, I hated missing last week because I had, I had a lot of things that I wanted to say last week. I know. Um, that, that's horrible timing, especially cause I, I, I did a good job. I took notes. I was feeling good. I had a wonderful joke to open up the show and I, I wish I could have delivered a little bit better on that. I may, for you guys that did end up catching that at the very end of the show, um, I may or may not have been a little nervous trying to do it all by myself. I was in my back bedroom. You could hear the echo from the hollowness of that room. It was terrifying trying to record in there because there were four voices and only one me. Um, so I had to combat that with a couple of uh, special drinks to try and keep my nerves down. There towards the end of the show, guys, it got rough, and I do apologize for that. But oh. I'm not sure I could do 40 minutes by myself, so kudos <laughs> to you. I'm not here to judge. But, yeah, no, I I wish I could have. I really wanted to do the show last week, but last Tuesday when we sat down to record, I, 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 I sat here for 45 minutes without talking. Um, so it makes, it makes it hard to record when you can't get words out. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought, and I still think, honest to God, if you're the Packers, I'm shutting Rodgers down. After that injury, hey, bud, thanks for all you've done. We're going to see what Jordan Love has for the last few games. And, yeah, they beat the Bears 28-19. to Rodgers owns the Bears. And they they were losing and getting dominated. Yeah, they, they, were, they were getting their teeth kicked in, and then Aaron Rodgers was like, wait a minute. Christian Watson's a guy. Yeah. No, no, he's the guy. That ain't no shit. Number nine's um, a man. Yeah, deeply regretting dropping him earlier this season to uh, pick up God only knows who, who's probably no longer on my roster. Um, but no, I, I think the Packers should be sitting Rodgers. I think they should be assessing what they have in Jordan Love. You keep telling us he's a decent quarterback. He looked good last week. He looked he looked really good. That remember he came in, that offense had a spark to it. I mean, know, his first play, he was like, "Ooh, number nine. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he did something that it took like ten weeks for Aaron Rodgers to figure out. So I I think personally, I mean as as a billion dollar franchise, I understand that leadership in Green Bay is what it is. I understand that Aaron Rodgers has that entire fan base by the junk but it's i don't know for me i think i'm sitting i'm sitting rogers i'm letting letting love play i mean he's a free agent after the year he's a free You're agent let damn him near mathematically eliminated you can't win your division you're <laughs> tied with the lions i believe maybe right a game now, up the lions if it comes down to that game the lions are annihilating oh i the believe packers so. I don't understand what's going on with Green Bay, and I, I think you really needed. They really needed to just be like, "Hey, your ribs are hurt, your thumbs broke. Let's let, let's call it a season. Sit down. I know we're still mathematically in contention, but the Texans were going into the week too. You know, damn it, Houston. I asked for one thing. Yeah, we, we'll get to that. Yeah, um, Steelers Falcons. Um, this game <laughs> was 
interesting. <laughs> like, How can this game be so bad but so, so good? So good. It was it was not fun to watch, but I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, okay, let me phrase this. I enjoyed every minute that was on Red Zone of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's. I found it's really hard to watch a lot of football and get a whole lot of intriguing uh, data in whenever you're two-year-old with the flu wakes up from her nap and then goes, you know what sounds good now? A three-hour nap on dad. So that's what I spent most of Sunday doing. Um, But that game kept coming up and I think the Steelers are uh, what's the correct uh bad yeah bad feels like the right word um trubisky not oh, trubisky jesus pick it pick it yeah i i think he, lo- he looks like a rookie um george pickens is a stud Najee harris could be on the eddie lacy track um there's there's some very Odd things going Eddie on. Lacey the... or Travis Benjamin? How many Popeyes biscuits are way away? Oh my! <laughs> Probably the greatest Booger McFarlane clip ever. <laughs> Not that it takes a lot, because Booger doesn't have a whole lot to. Uh... Well, it depends <laughs> on what type of Booger clips you're looking for. Well, that's fair. As long as you're not looking for the Monday night clips, I suppose you might find something. You know what? If the away team scores more than the than the home team, uh, the home team has a possibility of losing this game. It's, yeah. I get that I sound a lot like Booger. My thoughts are more complex than that. I I really wish I had the. Don't look at me like that. You know it's true. It's not. It's not hard to be that much more complex. Yeah, but your delivery's usually so not. bad. My delivery's <laughs> that of like. A toddler learning how to speak that for some reason knows like six big words and, and tries to use them. Um, I don't know where I was going with the Falcons game. It was, I don't know, it was one of those weird games where it was stupid entertaining and I used those words separately. Um, next game I thought was wildly entertaining because Mike fucking White... Dude! Gave the Vikings a game. <laughs> no, shit. Hey, the Vikings came out, and they looked like they were just going to smoke them. And then, I don't know if Mike White, like, piped down Zach Wilson's mom or something. But he came back out right around the middle of the second quarter And just stared Zach Wilson down the entire time and said, this is how you play football, bastard. This is it. You're going to call me daddy. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, there's that take. Um, no, I thought I thought the Jets did really good against that offense. Barring the first couple drives, uh, they, they limited Justin Jefferson, which, as we have all seen, is not an easy thing to accomplish. Um... But, man, the Jets, the Jets have a problem at quarterback. They have a big problem at quarterback. And that big problem is who's going to give up what for them to trade (laughs) Zach Wilson away. (laughs) That's going to be their problem. 
Um, because I don't, I still don't think Mike White's a franchise guy. I think he's probably a three or four game guy. I, he's just better than Zach. I though. don't know that Zach Wilson's better than the other Wilson quarterback in the league. At least he can throw a touchdown. He didn't in his last outing. I don't. I don't. I don't think he has more though. I know he missed two games, but I don't think he has more. I, I I'm almost certain that that Zach doesn't have more touchdowns this year. That's disappointing. Uh yeah yeah um actually, not only is it more. Is it more than the amount of bathrooms Russell has in his house? No, but if you combined the two, it would be a tie. <laughs> Russell Wilson has double the touchdown passes that Zach's had this year. Good God. Granted, <laughs> the number eight's not very big. <laughs> oh, you can't make me laugh like that. But that does yes. lead to some speculation about how small the number four is. So, that defense was scoring a ton. <laughs> so, when I say I'm not sure he's better, nope, nope. I, I feel like I take I'm it validated. Back. I take it back. You're right. You're right. You might, uh, in you fact, might be on I'm something. almost certain Taysom Hill has more pu- passing touchdowns this season than Zach Wilson does. Oh, <laughs> uh, and Taysom looked like the best quarterback on. On the roster last night. Yeah, screw that guy. Because now that I finally gave up on him as my fantasy tight end, he's like, oh, I'm going to produce. Um, yeah, but okay. Moving on. Uh, sorry, guys. I know this is a little discombobulated. That week off has me struggling for timing. Um, Detroit absolutely demoralizing. Jacksonville. Um, I think Detroit has figured out how to win a football game. They've either figured out how to win a football game or they figured out that, hey, we're better than them and we're going to show you that. I think what's happening is they've figured out how to win a football game and now they have to blow people out to make up for all the points they didn't score in the fourth quarter. You may have a point. You may have a point. Um, Jamal Williams, <laughs> the absolute <laughs> fantasy football god this season. I don't know if you've seen the stat. In like five seasons in Green Bay, Jamal Williams had five or had thirteen touchdowns. He has fourteen touchdowns this season. <laughs> Stupid. I don't he think... probably also has only 14 yards rushing. See, I don't think he's broke 60 yards in a game. He has 14 rushing touchdowns. Insanity. I hate football because it is so wonderful. <laughs> um, The Jaguars, man, Trevor Lawrence is so up and down. He made some really good throws in that game. That offense struggles. Granted, any offense that lines up Christian Kirk is a number one. I feel like that that tells you the story you need to know. Whether or not Trevor Lawrence is your quarterback, um, I still believe that kid's got got talent and going to be good. 
it's just speaking of second year quarterbacks um i just want to do a quick shout out here to justin fields with two bombs absolute bombs in that game against green bay we didn't talk about the bears at all in that yeah, last yeah i kind of four second segment faltered on that one um but Good. But you know, no, the the two interceptions at the end of the game could have uh, not happened, and that could have helped my fantasy outlook because I was getting a little nervous at that point. But hey, um, because I'm still first, I'm still starting the boy. Or worst outing, I think, in five six weeks, aside from obviously the game you missed. But right. I started Jimmy Garoppolo. Ouch! It's not the worst start of the week. Still outscored uh, your opponent's quarterback. No, he didn't. He didn't? No. <laughs> Three less points. He only had two? <laughs> 2.08. I thought he still outscored. Nope. Uh, the absolute waste the of... 5.6 points that Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson got on his first football game in 700 freaking days, which he still shouldn't be playing. Um, but yeah, no, the, the Jags, I feel like that defense has a lot of pieces that it still needs. That offense still needs a lot of help. And the Lions... The Lions just want all the blood. Um, yeah. and, and as soon as they smelt blood in the water against Jacksonville... They took they, it. They, they, I mean... I mean, they did... Essentially, they did what they could in the same breath of what the Cowboys did to the... The Colts. Colts. On yeah. Sunday night. I mean, it was a close game. And as soon as... As soon as there was blood in the water, it came, became a freaking frenzy. So, I mean, hey, the Jaguars are probably like, mm, yeah, probably close enough. Let's uh, let's get a little higher pick here because we need it. Because um, there's some interesting developments occurring in football right now. Um, and I, I brought one up to you pre-game for next season's draft. Um, and I want to, I want to just. I want to I want to touch on something before, whenever we get to that game. Okay. Um, AJ Brown absolutely sunning the Tennessee Titans so much so that they fired their GM today. <laughs> you have a three game lead in the division. You're essentially locked into the playoffs, and you're like, "Fuck that guy." <laughs> Just nope. We don't need AJ Brown. We got Traylon Burks. Oh shit! Hey, uh, that's which uh, somebody brought it up to me earlier. Um, they were like, "Well, what does this mean for Mike Vrabel?" And I'm like, "And because they were like, well, you know, new GM possibly want to pick his own head coach." And I was like, "I don't, I don't see it that way." Um, the way I see this is Vrabel's Mike Vrabel's picking his general yeah, manager. He's gonna he's gonna pull a Kyle Shanahan, and he's gonna be like, "Well." We're going to pick somebody I want to work with. Yeah. I mean, the Niners gave Kyle that option and said, pick your guy and we'll hire him. But, I, yeah. First off, any GM candidate, who the hell does not want Mike Vrabel as your head coach? Not to mention, I mean, you're you're a couple of pieces away from a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. your, your defense is talented. Your offense has Derrick Henry. You need to find, unfortunately, you, you, need you have a, to you find. You need a quarterback. You need a receiver. Yeah. Unfortunately, at this point, you have to replace 
A.J. Brown. And the guy you replaced him with, he's not bad. Um, I'm pretty sure he's still laying in the end zone. That was vicious. How, that was that was. How vicious. was there no flag on that play? I, no ejection. I I don't know. That was that was vicious. Um, but Jalen hurts, man. That game was really I, close. And same thing. So, so, a couple of the best teams in the league this week, the Bills. They did it with the the Patriots the first quarter, up until. Uh, the Patriots started to bleed in the water. The Niners did it to the the Dolphins, the Cowboys to the Colts, and the Eagles to the Titans. As soon as those teams started to to show some form of weakness, these good teams just fucking annihilated them. Yep. Uh, it was a close game. It was a good game. The first quarter, then Jalen Hurts said, A.J. Brown, not only can you beat that corner when he's draped all over you, you're going to run the nastiest route in the NFL, and he's going to end up on his ass, and you're going to walk in backwards for a touchdown. And I'm really glad they didn't throw the flag, or I guess they threw a flag, but they called it defensive pass interference, and I, I don't... I didn't see it as either way. I thought that was two try two, an offensive player trying to get through his spot and a defensive player trying to get through his spot. Yeah, I thought it was a good play, um, but that was that. Yeah, he and AJ just came out and said he goes, "No, I I I tried not to be too loud about it, but I definitely had this game circled." Which how do you not? Right. And to come out and have that performance, and again. I'm not. I don't. I do not want to rule out the performance of his quarterback in this game. You know, everybody was kind of on Jalen about you know the passing numbers because he's you know not that high in the yards. He's only he's now thrown twenty touchdown passes. He was you know sub twenty touchdowns, all this, but total yardage matters. Um, I, I you have to you have to look at him in the Lamar approach, but Jalen was kind of having. The, the MVP conversation was quieting down as it was getting louder around Mahomes. And then he decided that he was like, Hey, uh hey, hey guys, I'm still here. I'm 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 not I haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, I had a couple of games that weren't wonderful. I'm I'm still I'm still here. I'm still at the front of this race. And I think he absolutely I, I think Come Tuesday or come Wednesday, whenever the odds are released again, I think he'll probably be favorite for MVP that betting favorite for MVP this week after Mahomes didn't look great in a loss. I think Tua Tua's MVP candidacy. Um, what a was, way to have your candidacy. What was one of the things that died on the field in, in Santa Clara? <laughs> we'll get. Um, I can't wait to hit that game. I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt after that segment, but. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, Jalen looked, looked so good and I'm, I'm happy to see that team looking good again. It's, it's going to be an interesting stretch run for them. Um, you know, do they end up with just the one loss? We'll see, uh, that, that last game against, um, Dallas is going to be fun to watch. Yes, it is. That, well, I mean, that, that entire race out there is especially, 
so we, dumb. We've, we've got we've got one game to hit before this and, and i'm not going to spend too much time on it in fact we'll just skip over it real quick browns texans deshaun watson looked like shit the browns didn't score an offensive touchdown and blew out a texans team 27 to 14 uh the texans were in it in it the entire time if Again, honestly, that, i mean that offense was so bad yeah. so bad and i don't understand how any offense that has nick chubb in the backfield looks that bad Aside from the fact that you were trying to get your $250 million um, over-touchy quarterback to look good. And he looked awful, which after the way the preseason went, we were like, ah, maybe he just wasn't taking it serious. And now it's like, oh, maybe he's taking the Russell Wilson track um, towards the new team. It's bad. I don't don't care to spend too much time on that. Kyle Allen didn't look great. You know, moving on. Back to the interesting stuff. The second tie of the NFL season. How weird is it that you get two ties in a season? I think it's now happened five times. So weird. <laughs> Very. Um, not to mention, and I don't know. If, I don't know if this is tracked across to your mind. Seattle and the Commanders were kind of teetering in that last spot. If they match out, win for win, loss for loss, the Commanders now have the advantage because of the tie. And all four teams in the NFC East currently are in the playoffs. I'm not saying that the tie was strategic. These teams play again each other and play each other again in two weeks. Washington has a bye this week, and then they play yeah. the Giants. They could have identical records because I believe the Giants play Philly next week. I'll have to double check that, but I believe that's what how, how it goes. They could have identical records next week, so they could be playing for five, the fifth, fifth and sixth positions. Meanwhile, that tie keeps Seattle out of the playoffs. Oh, it's it is truly the most wonderful time of the year, isn't it? We're talking playoffs. We're we're, we're in we're, we this... are officially in playoff scenario season. It's wonderful, and now we have a tie that matters because, as the great Stu Gotts has always said, that tie might be the best win they have. Because that tie might achieve or might secure them a playoff spot. Too bad there's not a certain couple of AFC West teams um, to have thought about this. Yeah, yeah, it's really unfortunate that there's there's nobody in the AFC West that we could have thought, hey, maybe a tie would be good for our playoff position. Which would have, could you, let's just look into the Magic 8 ball. That would have saved the Chiefs Super Bowl last year. Sometimes I don't like you. It's okay. It's all right. Um, talking about things I don't like. Ravens Broncos. <laughs> oh my god! First off, how? How? How do both teams not combine for twenty points? 
I get Lamar Jackson went out early with an injury. And at that point, no team, neither team had a starting quarterback. How does it get... I'm, I, I just... I mean, I'll say this. Huntley scored more than Lamar did. <laughs> um, and I don't know if you saw the update today. Lamar is expected to be out one to three weeks. I did. Um, which I hate to think that they're going to rush him back. Um, but I don't, I don't see him self-rushing him back. He's playing for a contract. Yeah, but he hasn't had a good season either. So I, I hate to see them rush him back because I ha- I would hate for him to come out and have, I mean, it's, it's a knee injury. It's a running quarterback. I realize that injuries don't stack like you think, like we think they do. But that kind of a quarterback on a hobbled leg, I, I just worry about the ACL on the other side. You know, because he, he doesn't have security next season. Right. I mean, somebody's going to give him a contract. But now, now you're looking, hey, you know, we're, you're going to miss a year. You know, we don't know what you're going to be when you come back. We've seen what these rushing-style quarterbacks can do after an ACL injury. He used to back up Lamar. Yep. So that that has me worried. He needs to be headed out to Santa Clara. You guys got Josh Johnson, the 15-year, 14 NFL team vet on his third stint with the 49ers. And you've got Mr. Irrelevant. Okay. Big Cock Brock. I'm not calling him that. I will. I'm not. (laughs) I mean, all he did, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, but... I'm not too terribly concerned. No, I uh when when it happened, I was like, "Oh, shit." And then, I mean, he looked decent. Um I've I've seen a couple of quotes from a few players out of the 49ers. Um Ayuk was asked about it and he goes, "Give me give me Brock, give me Purdy every over day." Ba- Baker. O- over Baker. Who I, I, got picked up today by the, the Rams. Rams. Which I I understand the Rams quarterback situation. He's expected to possibly start on Sunday. Oh God! See, I I was like, this is a two week deal. No, no. So they're hoping like hell that this man remember paid attention enough to Stefanski's system that McVay's system's going to be. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's going to be broken English, but English to him. Uh huh. With no weapons. Oh, they want him to play. With no offensive line. Correct. With a defense that seems to have given up. Uh-huh. Oh, and no run game. You realize, and I know you're going to find a little more joy in this than I do, that this is the end of Aaron Donald. I I am failing to see what's wrong here. If Sean McVay and Aaron Donald decide, you know what? I think we're done. No, 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 what's going to happen is Baker's going to run his damn mouth in that locker room and Aaron Donald's just going to fucking kill him. 
Will you please stop wishing in the, in the end to one of the best offensive player of all times career? I, I would appreciate that. Um, it's going to be a five foot five matchup from hell. Oh God, Jim Harbaugh is going to be the next head coach of the freaking Rams. You shut your whore mouth. Oh God, that's going to be wonderful. He's going to turn them around, and that's going to be great. Jim Harbaugh in L.A. Right there next to Sean Payton. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Fortunately, I've got the li- I've got the true one massive liability in football, and that's that the Chargers are gonna charge her. <laughs> hey, it's just the sorry ass Rams. Yeah, I have a feeling if they get your former head coach, you're not going to say that. I am. St- no, 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 we're not talking about Jim Harbaugh. The Michigan man. Oh, man, this is this could be interesting. This could be really interesting. All right, now we have things to talk about again. Uh, speaking of the Rams, they lost to the Seahawks. The Seahawks are kind of falling back down to earth. The they Rams, are. I mean, the Rams didn't get that much better. The Seahawks are just <coughs> no, people I mean, are are starting to kind of figure out Geno. Geno's still playing great. He's just not surprising everybody like he was in the first eight weeks, which I don't know why it took that long for people to go, oh, it's Geno Smith. You leave MVP Geno alone. <laughs> um, But no, I, I, I didn't see the Seahawks losing that game. The Rams are awful. Um, Detroit's going to have whoever they want in the draft, aside from probably Bryce Young, who goes number one. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what, you know, Matthew Stafford finally did something good for the Lions and got them another (laughs) high pick. Um, but the Seahawks also in this, uh, little draft scenario are also getting a really high pick from the team that they gave their trash ass quarterback to the NFL draft order. I believe in the top 10, there are five teams that I believe have winning records that have picks from other teams that have losing records because they're... So many people just got fleeced in the NFL trade world this year. It is it is dumb. It's incredible, but it's dumb. Um, Chargers, Raiders. Uh, Chargers, Chargered. Hard. That they did. Um, and Devontae Adams is really trying to piss me off by arguing with the fact that he might not be the best receiver in football. Because um, this last couple weeks, he uh, he's I mean, he kind of he kind of he kind of he kind of looks like he might be the the best receiver in football. He's again. resembling this guy that used to play in in Green Bay. Wore number seventeen. It's weird. Long have, hair. They, they look exactly yeah, the same. Same name. It's it's strange that he 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 resembles that guy so much. Um, but no, he's he's looked really really good. Um, and I mean really, really good the last couple of weeks. And I don't know if that was after his comment. Hey, if you're only gonna throw me the ball when I'm sing- in single coverage, I might as well not be here. And Derek went, oh, I should probably throw that guy the ball. Not to mention, obviously, you got to pay for the lawsuit because dipshit McFuckstick decided to sue him because he ran in front of him. Um, I didn't see that. Oh no, the the last one from Arrowhead. Oh okay. Yeah, that that dumbass. 
okay. Same lawsuit. Good yeah. God. Uh, and <laughs> hey, did you see all the? Uh, I don't know if you've just been kind of noticing. Watch on the touchdowns and stuff. All these cameramen and women getting like hit by players. Oh my God. In football. I don't. I. You almost have to assume this might be intentional. There have been so many people sitting in the corners of end zones that have been hit in the face by a football where you're like, did you do that on purpose? Because it kind of seems like maybe, just maybe. One, legitimately one, where it was an accident. It was Brandon Ayuk in Mexico. I mean, when it... He was mid-dance and thought, oh, God. I mean, he grabbed his nuts. <laughs> yeah. It is. Like I said, I don't want to make the assumption. But the other 31 teams. Oh, my God, dude. There have been so many camera people hit by footballs. like Just fucking I'm, smoked. I'm almost certain that the NFL competition committee is going to be like, hey, you can't throw the football at the wall anymore because – we killed 32 <laughs> photographers last season. Um, I don't remember who it was. I saw one one throw over the back corner of the end zone, and it smoked a... Uh, um, yes, it was a throw out of... Yeah, it was a throw out of bounds. Yes. And you could not have put that football more squarely on the photographer's freaking forehead. It was phenomenal. <laughs> um, we should really not be advocating for media members to get hit in the face by footballs. Hey, um... Right now, I would love to be a me- media member dodging footballs in the end zone. Well, yeah, I mean, I would too, but we if are... anybody out there is listening and, <laughs> and can get us some on-field passes for any game, we will do whatever it takes to be there, I think. Well, I mean, yeah, screw it, I'm already in debt. <laughs> like, if you could get us to on-field, <laughs> that would be great. Just... Just hit us up on the on the gram. All right, moving on. Um, obviously, we'll circle back to our two games. Uh, Cowboys Colts touched on, delivered. Moving on. Uh, Jeff Saturday, I believe, is probably not going to be the head coach in Indy next year. No, he he's got him playing though. Um, he, he's got he's made something out of a whole bunch of nothing. Uh, and then Matt Ryan decided to blow it all up, all of it, every bit of it. So that was that was. I, I, I'm glad I wasn't watching. I went and got in the shower, and it was 21 to 19. That's when I went to bed. I got out of the shower, <laughs> and it was 47, I believe, at that time. And I was like, "What just happened? I didn't take a long shower." <laughs> It was the fourth quarter when I got in the shower. So that was a little um, scary to see to see how quickly that imploded. Um, Saints-Bucks, Monday night. I didn't watch most of the game. I did watch the last part of the game. I actually watched the first part of the game. So it was kind of what you expect. The I mean, the Bucks, Bucks look like shit. The Bucks look bad. The Saints look worse. Actually, no. No, that's right. <laughs> the folks look- it, it was bad. It was just bad all around. Andy Dalton made some really impressive throws. I did did see a few throws that he made that were really impressive. Um, but let's face it, folks. He might be 45. You give Tom Brady two minutes and 40 seconds to drive down the field. He needs a touchdown. 
You're going to be left I'm, with I'm, negative I'm, three seconds. I'm down. going to put. I'm going to put my money on Brady getting getting the job done. And oh, by the way, he has Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Julio Jones on his team, and he has Kate Otten. Kate Otten, if you do not know that name, get used to it. That is a tight end that is going to be up and coming. If they have any kind of a quarterback plan past Brady. Yeah, his name's Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to have oh my coming God. off of a broken foot here this free agency cycle. Are you just going to throw his name everywhere because you don't want him back in Santa Clara? It's like you know me. Okay, I thought so. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. You know, I I figured that's where Denver? this was headed. Jimmy Garoppolo. Denver, Denver can't afford to do anything at quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo can't afford to say no. If Denver would cut <laughs> Russell Wilson this offseason, they would be on the line for $131 million in dead cap. Oh, no. That's three of the Oakland A's major league rosters. Uh, I don't know. It's more sad that they gave him that contract or that the Oakland A's are just that bad at at baseball. (laughs) I mean... To put that into perspective, the Giants offered Aaron Judge a $360 million contract today. Oof. And then just signed a different right fielder. Hey, you never have too many right fielders. Um, so do we want to get to yours first since it has a happier note to it, or do we want to get to mine because I have things to complain about? I don't care. I really don't. How's your fa- how's your face feel? Oh, I am in pain, but I'm smiling. Okay. Well, we'll let you keep smiling. I'll complain for a little bit, then we'll let you finish off on right, a happier I'll note. I'll probably throw a little bit more orogel in. That, that's on my, that's fine. On my you get here. you you've got time. <laughs> All righty then. You just tell me when you want me to comment on something you said. If I feel the need to jump in, I will. I'm gonna numb my face a little bit more. All right. So the Bengals Chiefs game. Um, I have I have a few things that I would. Um, if if you follow me on Twitter, you've already seen these. Um, I went on a little bit of tirade, and I got a lot of reactions on Twitter <laughs> Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening. And through Monday, uh, Ryan just put Origel on his tongue a little bit, and you could see the reaction. It was hilarious. I really got to get video going on this. Um, First of all, the Mahomes-Michael Jordan moment was phenomenal. I loved it. It was great. That was was pretty sick. Um, I, I I don't necessarily love my... Not super athletic, um, not super. Um, well, he just he he runs like the uncle at the barbecue. It it worries me at times. I don't love him flying through the air, but uh, that was that was impressive. Um, hats off to freaking Joey B, man. The dude played a game. He he made throws when he had to. He put balls on the spot when he needed to. It was it was a great game from Joe Burrow. Um, he's the only quarterback 
that has faced Mahomes multiple times that has a winning record. And he is the only quarterback that has faced Mahomes multiple times that is undefeated. I don't think you can overlook that. I think this is this is what's making it so hard with you know the the same debate keeps getting thrown out there the Manning's the Manning Brady rivalry for multiple for but it, it always has Mahomes in it but who's the other guy you know it's is it Allen is it Burrow is it Herbert you know who is it and I think we're going to almost have to get away from that I I don't think that argument's going to be valid because I think it's going to be Manning versus Manning versus Manning. I mean, it, it, I there's don't, three of them. It's it's a trio I don't think and instead because, of a duo. Because of this division, how it stands, where it's at, I don't think it is not feasible to consider that either the either three of these teams wins five Super Bowls. Because I don't think you get there that much. Because I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna have your weird seasons where Jacksonville ends up playing for an AFC championship game. You're going to have seasons where the NFC championship comes down to Philadelphia and Minnesota. You're going to have those seasons. I don't think either of these, either of the top three dogs in the AFC, I mean, it's hard to fathom any of these guys having five Super Bowls. And I realize five Super Bowls is a shit ton of Super Bowls. Like I, I'm not just saying like, oh, one of them should get five. But I don't think you're going to have the break. I mean, if anything, this for me, this seems more like if Rodgers was in the AFC at the same time as Peyton and Brady. Yes, you're going to have. You're going to have the quarterbacks. You're going to have somebody that's going to have the more postseason success. Right now it's Mahomes, but he's also had more opportunities. You're going to have the quarterback that's going to have the regular season stats. Right now, it's Mahomes to a point, but I think Josh Allen has a legitimate argument. But you're going to have... The closest Brady comp I have is still Burrow. Because he is... He doesn't do anything spectacular. He's He is... The be- he's the second best at every freaking thing he does. And there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, you're you're just behind, you know, whoever to be the best. And what he does has been so, so solid. But your other problem with these guys getting that many, you know, getting all these wins is Justin Herbert plays in, in L.A., Tua Tungvaluwa plays in Miami. Lamar Jackson hope should still be a Raven after the season. So you're going to have those weird years. You're going to have years where those teams are better. I don't think the the Brady Manning argument. Yes, when you see those two quarterbacks, any of the two of the three match up, you get that feeling. But as far as the league wide argument, I don't think you can make it. Now I'm going to get into the Chiefs a little bit. The loss against the Bengals, I believe, rests on the defense because every tackle that occurred happened three yards after impact. The Chiefs couldn't tackle a thing. If, if you made contact with the Chiefs, you got three more yards. Every team in the league pressures and sacks Burrow at an alarming rate. The Chiefs got one sack and it was late in the fourth quarter. 
The Chiefs needed a pass rusher at the deadline. I said I said as much then. We got a pass catcher at the deadline, who, by the way, has been on the field for one game. Also, something I said after it happened. Yeah, the one game he was on the field, it was a little exciting. But I think we're a little overblowing one touchdown and I think 40 yards. This team needed help and the desperate decision, they didn't get it. I don't know why we're still putting Frank Clark on the field. He's absolutely useless 99% of the time. To the offensive side of the ball, the Chiefs win this game if Patrick Mahomes doesn't play Superman. I understand that Patrick Mahomes' Superman routine, Josh Allen's Superman routine, are the most amazing things to watch in football. They are absolutely the best thing football has going are their Superman routines. It also is what loses them football games. Mahomes has lost two games this season trying to be Superman. I ranted about it the first time when he didn't run the ball against Buffalo. Jarek McKinnon was doing jumping jacks 10 yards from the closest defender in the flat when Mahomes when Mahomes tried to get, uh, get the ball deep down the field on third down. Third and three. If he looks at the running back, it's a first down. That drive continues. The Chiefs probably win that game. Honestly, I don't think the the missed field goal from Butker has any effect. Joe Burrow was going to go down the field. There was too much time. The Chiefs can't stop him. And, and I mean, it, it's hard to really criticize a team that struggles against that team that team's passing attack because when you line up, you have to go. Oh, they have Jamar Chase. They have Tyler Boyd. They have T. Higgins. I know Hayden got hurt, but they have Hayden Hurst. That is a very talented roster. Although, I do think all those people that say, well, look at the weapons that Mahomes had whenever he got into the league. I think you have to look at the weapons that Burrow has. If, you, if you're going to have that energy, have the same energy. Most definitely. Um, but, the the Superman routine, like I said, it's the greatest thing in football, and I love it. It's also the reason these teams lose games. Mm-hmm. And as much as I hate to say it, the Bengals clearly had the Chiefs number, and, and I mean, there's no, there's no debate. There's no nothing. Burrow has Mahomes' number right now. I don't know what it is. I don't know how that. Every team has tried to rush three and drop eight against the Chiefs, and Mahomes has decimated it. The The Bengals do it. Mahomes lost. I don't know what the difference is. I don't know what's happening. It's irritating as hell as a fan to watch. Also, I have one more major complaint with the Chiefs. I don't feel like it's been a secret. Orlando Brown has played himself right out of a massive extension this season. Saw a stat the other day that caught my eye. There are two tackles in the NFL that have allowed 36 or more pressures in the NFL. Or 30 more, 36 or more pressures on the quarterback. One of them is the aforementioned Orlando Brown. And the other one is the rarely mentioned right tackle, Andrew Wiley. 
the chief, the middle three, the Chiefs have the best of offensive line rating wise in football. With Tooney, who was hurt this week, uh, Humphreys. Humphreys, and Trey Smith. As far as PFF's rating grows, those are that that is the best interior offensive line in football, and they have the two worst offensive tackles in football. I think you found your problem, Orlando Brown. Sorry, bud, you're not retiring a chief. You're, you're the end of the season is the end of yours and Frank Clark season, and God, if I'm wrong on that again, do not listen to the, the show the next week. And you you have to get this fixed. Uh, you know if 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 we're going to win a Super Bowl, because every team has <coughs> every team is loading up on pass rushers. There are six elite pass rushers in the AFC West. The Bengals have an elite pass rusher in Trey Hendrickson. Also, hey, DJ Reader's there. The Bills have an elite pass rusher. Granted, he's getting older. He's currently hurt. Von Miller's still a problem. I don't know if the Dolphins have an elite pass rusher, but they have really good pass rushers. I, from what I've seen, Jalen Phil, I... I Got to watch a lot of him this weekend. If it wasn't for scheming, again, I don't know that he's elite, but he's on his way. Okay, I'll take that. I'll. I've been high on Jalen Phillips, yeah, and no, I only it, got higher watching uh, the game this weekend. Yeah, Holy no, I, shit! I that guy's a dog. He, he's a monster. But again, I I'm gonna stop short of elite on him, mostly because elite defensive ends in the NFL have achieved a new level that's okay um and 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 you can almost blame that solely on the guy that you get to watch (laughs) um (laughs) i'll I'll get to yeah part of um which i'm hoping if mel kuyper's right and this guy has slid this much that that's great because if he's there towards the end of the first round i would absolutely love to draft will anderson will mel kuyper doesn't have will anderson in his top 36 yeah he doesn't have him on the big board, like the, the top 36. He's not there, which really? shocked me. Um, but the, the Chiefs desperately need a pass rush. The secondary is going to get better. They are young. You know, I, There's a lot of promise out of that secondary. You've got, you've got a seventh-round player who he's fallen off lately, but Watson played really well for a while. He, can, he fell off a little bit. Williams has played out of his mind being a fourth-round pick. McDuffie is quietly producing a very good rookie season. You know, if you didn't have the if you didn't have the two big dogs at the top, absolutely towering over the the other remainders in the field. If you didn't have Woolen and Sauce at the top, I think McDuffie would get some more love. Is what it is, you know. And it's hard yeah, to get it's when... hard to get love in the Chiefs uniform when you're not Mahomes. Or on the offense, at least, but especially when, when the two guys the, above you are miles, my mi- literal miles, like cornerback one and two in the league right now. Yeah, I so, just and and I, I I that's not you know I'm not well well he should be up no no he should not be in that conversation those two are those two are legitimate 
lockdown year one cornerbacks. Love those two. The second, the, the safety positions, I was really hoping to see more out of 22. Um, he's he's played well at times this season. Um, I do believe that uh, Dion Bush has a legitimate claim to try to take one of those two safety spots next year. Dion's played really well. And he does the one thing that you don't see a lot of on the Chiefs roster. He tackles. And he tackles well. So, I, I don't know if they try to... I, I don't know that he's a great coverage guy. I mean, he can play decent in coverage. But I feel like if the Chiefs can get back to what they thought Daniel Sorensen did as a third safety on the field, where you put Deion Bush in that Jamal Adams role, I, I think you have the potential to have one of those, you know, elite guys. But the Chiefs have to fix, fix their pass rush. Their linebackers are solid. They're good. Their, their secondary will get better. When your best pass rusher, and I'm, I'm not including Chris Jones in this. Chris Jones is in a different tier. I mean, he he's special, but... He is a defensive tackle, and he's not what Aaron Donald was at his prime. Right. He might be the best defensive tackle in football this year, but again, that's not what Aaron Donald was a couple years ago. And I don't expect that number from anybody. No, what 99 good. did What 99 did was absolutely insane. When your best pass rusher is George Karloftis and an old-as-shit Carlos Dunlap, you have a massive problem. You have you have an absolute problem, and the fact that you got to Joe Burrow once. Again, we've talked about Joe Burrow. As long as he doesn't get an NFL record amount of sacks upon him, he's good. I think in three games the Chiefs have sacked Burrow three times, and I, that might be wrong. It might be two times. The Chiefs have a problem. And they better pray to God that the Bengals don't show up in Arrowhead in the playoffs. Because I don't think they'll beat them. No, I I don't have any argument. You build a team today. You build a team by finding your quarterback. And then you find edge rushers. Not one. It used to be you find one. You find two edge rushers and a monster in the middle. Your three or five technique defensive tackle, okay, fine, whatever. They can be average. They just need to kind of plug up a hole, maybe get to the quarterback on a stunt. Your one technique to three technique, whoever that guy is putting hand in the dirt right up over the top of the center or, you know, just in the A-gap there. Whoever's lining up in that A-gap, he needs to be a dog. I'm Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, Eric Armstead, DeForest Buckner. They got to be big. Well, Aaron's not big, but they got to be strong. And they got to be able to take both of the guards' jerseys and just hug the center and run. If you, if you can't do that, 
to allow your because what we're getting out of quarterbacks is unheard of right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the quarterback play, it's so weird. Ten years ago, man, 300 yards was a big day as a quarterback. 300 yards today. It's is, a really good half. Yeah. I mean, it's an average game. And, I mean, that is... it. The way the game's changing, you build, you get your quarterback that's dynamic, can make the off-schedule and off-platform throws, and then you get two guys that will chase after that. Mm-hmm. Your pure power rushers, without any speed, are gone. It, it doesn't work because, oh no, he's outside the tackle box, what are you going to do? You're not fast enough to run him down. Yeah, you threw his tackle 10 yards. Insert Nick Bosa. <laughs> I hate that guy. Dude, let's go ahead and transition on over there. Hold on, before, before oh. we move. Um, to anybody that that's a Chiefs fan um, that wants to bitch about the officiating that game, there were two bad calls. I'll give you that. The pass interference and the uh, roughing the passer were shit calls. Doesn't matter. The Chiefs had the lead after that. Do not blame the rest for that game. Now you can go. All right. So let's just go ahead and segue off of um, his nickname is Small Bear because his older brother Joey is Big Bear. Um, if Nick Bose is a small bear, I don't want to see what they consider a big bear. Nick Bosa's an absolute behemoth coming off of the edge. I don't know if you've seen. I, I sent you that video um, on the stunt. They blitzed uh, Fred Warner right up the middle, and the entire defensive line pushed the offensive line to the. I guess it'd be the the. Uh, uh, not the not his blind side, his strong side, uh, to a strong side, and stunt Nick Bosa around. Nick Bosa cleared the stunt in a step and a half, and as soon as he turned the corner, he was smiling because, and they had a full on forward view of it. Nick Bosa, you see white teeth. And eyes as big as as dinner plates underneath his helmet, because what's it like to have the two craziest motherfuckers in this in the league on the same team? Because you can't convince <laughs> me that George Kittle and Nick Bosa are different people. <laughs> well, it, it's so weird because like when you see post game press conferences and stuff with Nick, he's just so quiet and monotone and. Yeah, coach, coach kind of challenged us and said we played like shit last week and needed to step our game up, and we really didn't like that. How does that guy get on the field and just start throwing motherfuckers? He had two sacks, actually three, and a forced fumble to end the game. So, this is just a Nick Bosa appreciation Right here, appreciation. This, this feels like a fuck you moment. So I'm just <laughs> going to put that out there. Carry on. So I, the guy was all over the place. And and credit to the Dolphins for only allowing three sacks. 
Um, both of your starting tackles were out. I'll say this one thing, and maybe maybe I'm getting a little too excited. Um, but that 49ers defense, suffocating isn't the word. I mean, suffocating would be a slow, miserable death. They're, they're essentially a guillotine. That You're done. They've allowed seven points in the second half of football games in the last five weeks. I mean, their only blemish was the Chiefs game. It was. And they, they it's asked... funny because the Chiefs have the 49ers number, and the way it's kind of looking, even with... I'm going to say it right now. Even with our third-string quarterback big cock brock he this team i don't feel loses any step towards the super bowl jimmy garoppolo went out the team rallied and when you watched brock purdy play he was very decisive with the football he had an interception right at the end of the first half. Um, bad throw. But, considering field position and where everything was, it ended up being better than a punt because he pushed the ball downfield, something that Jimmy tries to do and also doesn't succeed. So, I can't be too terribly mad that our third stringer, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft, Iowa State kid, was like, fuck it. And I like Purdy out of college. I was shocked when he was there in the, at the end of the draft. Well, and that's just it. If it wasn't for um, a couple of injuries, I mean, he was projected to be a, a round one guy um, the year before, but he decided to stay at Iowa State and uh, not go into the draft. So it's not like he doesn't know how to play football. He's just walking into the best scenario possible. And he made not only the best out of it, I think he can run. He's a more mobile Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, and I, I think the the comments that I referenced earlier, um, you know, Ayuk came out in support of him. And when they asked Fred Warner, you know, how do, how do you feel about moving forward with Brock Purdy? Do, do you believe in him? Do you, you know, and Fred goes, um, he's been playing for 13 straight weeks against the best defense in the NFL. I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, no, nah, it's hard not to have at least a little bit of belief. I mean, don't be wrong. There's good, be... good NFL quarterbacks are hard to find. Yes. Ask Carolina. <laughs> but. <laughs> Damn it, my tooth was feeling good. Oh, and now it hurts again. You'll have that. Oh. You know, it's hard to find good NFL quarterbacks. And if they've freaking stumbled upon another one, A. That has repercussions that we're not going to get into right now. But At, right now, as long as they're homegrown, like I don't care. I hope it's Trey. I every fiber in my being hope it's Trey. I want it to be Trey. His skill set is that much greater. At the same time, you don't need this. 
this team Shanahan's team, that Niners team, you don't need the best quarterback. They had a Super Bowl. I mean, Shanahan made within reach before Mahomes' magic took over. You're with Jimmy Garoppolo, who we do not mince words. Neither one of us believe Jimmy is that good of a quarterback. He's a winner. If Brock comes in, I mean, what happens if you get to the end of the end of this season? And we're going to go a little hypothetical here. What That's happens fine. if you get to the end of the season and the only quarterback on the roster that doesn't have a Super Bowl win or a Super Bowl game is your number one is your first round pick? That's a really, really tough question to answer. So, I feel, and I, right now with the NFC, this is totally possible. And I'm gonna just gonna go ahead and come out and say this: I feel the only team that can beat the 49ers in the NFC right now is the Eagles, and I honestly don't even know if Jalen Hurts can maneuver around that defense the, the way that defense flies around they showed it against Tua <laughs> quick stat on that Tua hadn't thrown an interception in 190 attempts and threw two interceptions and had a strip sack returned for a touchdown at the end of the game admittedly I hate that stat um the the throws without an interception to me, that stat's overinflated. But it, and I see where you're coming from. But when the big thing against Tua is he can't throw the ball downfield. But you look at his team. Look at his touchdowns. His two touchdowns that game were like seventy yard touchdowns. He pushed the ball well, downfield. Yeah, but one of those was a fifteen yard pass, and it was blown coverage. For, various Ward, for, former Forty Nine er, just. Absolutely housed it. Trent Sherfield, man. It's amazing how many, like, crossover players those two teams have. It, no, how many Niners players the Dolphins have. Fair. It was Fair. the Santa Clara 49ers and the San Francisco 49ers, okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's who was on the field. But, admittedly, that game did not go the way nobody, I thought it was. Um, nobody. I I didn't feel comfortable picking the Niners. I did not think, because I said it in last week's episode when I was trying to convey my thoughts over podcast, um, that with the Niners' defense being as good and as touted as they are, that they would have to be much better than the Dolphins' offense to win that football game. Not only were they better, they dominated. They had a bad play, first play of the game. Dolphins came out hot, great script. It's almost like Mike McDaniel knew exactly what type of defense Shanahan wanted yeah. D'Amico Ryans to run. And almost like he'd been working with D'Amico Ryans for five years. Huh. But then after that, D'Amico pulled the defense together said, all right, that's how they want to play it. Fuck them. And then on the offensive side of the ball, 
The one thing that I thought was interesting with Brock. So Jimmy does really well under pressure. That's not one thing he he throws more interceptions under pressure, but he usually stands in there and takes the hit or gets rid of the ball. He he's able to he's able to maneuver with pressure. The Dolphins seen the third string quarterback come in and their defensive coordinator, I don't remember who it is, said load the box are going to try and run. And if they're not running, we're bringing the house to put pressure on the on the kid. And he tore him up. It took him a couple of throws to get to get settled in. But he started hitting just dimes all over the field, tight coverages. Um Christian McCaffrey had a dropped uh pass in the end zone on a Texas route. And at first it looked like it was just a bad pass, but they slowed it down. McCaffrey had it in his arms and just dropped it. He wasn't expecting it to be there. I don't I'm not more confident with Brock Purdy at quarterback. I don't want it, I don't want it to sound that way. I watched a 49ers team that I feel might be the second or third best team in the league. Um, that being said, I feel that that defense can slow down enough. Now, this is on the optimistic side that maybe Jimmy comes back for a playoff run, which they said he it's possible. Isn't Trey potentially going to be... Looking at returning here soon? He could, um, but Shanahan and Lynch have shut him down for the season. Okay. They want it. That's what they keep saying. We'll see. Yeah, I, I feel like you have to kind of look at it and be like, "I don't. We're gonna dress you, but yeah, we need even if he's your backup. Yeah, we need um, you on the sideline because your other backup's Josh Johnson. Yeah. So when I look. At the AFC, I'll just go through the AFC, in turn, and of course this would be Super Bowl. The Niners lose to the Chiefs. The Chiefs have the 49ers number. Andy Reid knows Kyle Shanahan better than Kyle Shanahan knows the people he's taught to be head coaches. Um, I think that's where the list stops. Yeah. They beat the Bengals. Oh, and see, that's that's a crazy thing. The Bengals to me beat the Bills and the Chiefs. I think I think the Bengals and Bills is a toss up. I think the Bengals beat the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs beat the Bills. But if it's any other combination, then Niners, Chiefs. Niners are winning that game. The Niners went. I I, I believe Mahomes has. Will do would do it again against the Niners. I, I but I, I without a doubt in my mind, I come into that Sunday going, "Damn it, I'm gonna have to watch my team lose again for the third time, second time to the same team." And honestly, probably on some stupid shit instead of a fucking Tyreek Hill jet wasp fly bullshit, it's fucking Juju running four and a half miles per hour down the sideline because. Charvarius Ward's two shoes got tied together and he fell. Like that's that's the type of shit that I expect. But 
Then I look at the NFC. The Niners defense would, first quarter, have the Cowboys done. Yep. The, the Cowboys defense is good. They've shown their weakness. They can't stop the run. Uh, it's a problem when you're facing the 49ers. Right. The Vikings, those games are in prime time. As stupid as it sounds, Kirk Cousins in prime time. I know he's got Jay Jets. I that defense, the pass rush. I think that pa- I think that pass rush makes all the difference in that game. Yeah, it, and then the Eagles. You get to the Eagles. Because the way I see it, against the Cowboys and against the Vikings, you have to score twenty. With with your defense, if your defense is healthy. Your defense is playing right. You have to play. You have to score twenty. With the Eagles, I feel like you have to score twenty seven. Yeah, and I that's by no means impossible. No, I'm. If, if that if the if the offense is tailored towards what it needs to be tailored for for a first round or for a late round rookie quarterback, and it's quick throws and hey, you have Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. George Kittle, CMC, just give them the ball. Your your job is to give them the ball. The guys in the other jerseys are bad. Don't give them the ball. Right. It. Keep it clean. You have. You have the best rack tight end. You got two fantastic rack receivers. You got the premier rack running back. All you have to do is be accurate within 15 yards. If you're accurate to the 15 yards from the line of scrimmage, I do not see how that team... And this is where I was actually scared. So, after the Jimmy injury, Baker Mayfield come out and ask for a release. I think he saw the same thing. I do too, because Baker went, I can get another contract. Oh, he... This is going to taste terrible, and my mouth is numb, so I'm not sure how I'm going to taste it. If Baker just showed up to Santa Clara, shut his damn mouth, which I'm I'm pretty sure John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan called uh, Christian McCaffrey. It's like, hey, what was this guy's locker room presence like? And I bet Christian McCaffrey's like, you don't want that to poison what we have here. Because... Locker, you can tell when locker rooms are great. The Eagles, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the 49ers. Uh, you, the, the way those players interact, you know that those locker rooms are phenomenal. You, ones that are bad, uh, the Panthers, um, Texans. the Texans, the Browns, the Packers. The Packers. I mean, you, you see what it does on Sunday. So... But let's say Baker didn't have those attitude problems for a bridge guy, getting him to Trey Lance next season. I would almost put him as Super Bowl locks. Because what's Baker do well? He's accurate. Well, he was. But in, in the Shanahan system, you barely even have to do that. Just get find a guy and throw it to him. Hmm. If he would have had, it would have taken two weeks for him to get a rapport with George Kittle. And it's over. It's over from there. Because then as soon as George is covered up, kind of like he, he, 
in that offense, you don't have to force it to OBJ. You don't have to force it to anybody. I mean, they've got they've got a, a wide receiver whose nickname is Third and Juwan. Such Christ. They were you have, call- you have more nicknames for the 49ers than I think there are nicknames in the NFL. So, uh, funny thing about that one, Juwan Jennings actually come up with it. They uh, Matt May- Mayoko um, was doing his post game interview uh, in the locker room. And uh, I was like, man, people are calling you Third and Jennings. Like, no, no, no. It's Third and Juwan. So, I mean, but Juwan Jennings on third down, all he does is get first downs or touchdowns out of it. I, that offense doesn't need anything. No, you don't have to be great in that offense. Jimmy G made a Super Bowl with that team. I, Whenever Baker announces... Release. I am. Uh, I'm the one that broke the news to you. Yeah. No. I thought you were fucking with me. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, okay, he's definitely talking Mayfield. So, I threw a couple other bakers in the NFL out at you, and then my phone buzzed. NFL breaking news: Carolina Panthers are releasing Baker Mayfield. When I say my head hit my desk at work. My head hit my desk, and I was almost in tears. I was so mad. But I saw that, and I was like, holy shit, Baker's going to get a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> and I was like, that's that's just not how I saw the demise of <laughs> Baker Mayfield being like, hey, y'all, I'm going to retire on this Super Bowl because there's not a single team that wants me here. So, deuces. Like, it was, that was the first thing that crossed my mind. I was like, son of a bitch. And then it was like, oh, Ryan's going to hate this. But now he's a Ram. Seeing Baker wear number 17 is going to be weird. Odd number choice. Who cares? <laughs> he's got, they're going to rush him in. He's going to play like crap. They'll be back to Bryce Perkins by week 17. But it is. He's going to have a great career as an XFL backup. Pretty sure Dwayne the Rock Johnson goes No. <laughs> um no, it's Baker's done. I mean he's at best he's the fifteenth best backup in the league. Like at at best. I, I no. Don't 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 put him there, don't give him it to hell with him. You know, I've Because the one thing he supposedly does well. Knee is needed in Santa Clara, and they didn't even put a claim in on him. Which I was, I was getting nervous about that, and then I saw Shanahan's comments last night. They're like, "Well, we explore all possibilities, but I don't think that's happening." Yeah, the explore I'm all sure, possibilities. I'm pretty, sure he, I'm pretty sure that was explore all possibilities. Was he's like, "Hey, Kevin, is he okay? Cool, thanks." Because <laughs> Seven was screaming through the phone, "Don't do it." Um, but no, it's. It's going to be, I mean, L.A. is already a shit show, and it's just going to continue to be so. Um, Could the, you imagine that first practice where Baker Mayfield and Jalen Ramsey get into it? I'm really hoping Aaron Donald accidentally, you know, runs through Baker, and we don't have to see it on the field. <laughs> Episode one of the boys. 
pretty sure that's a murder charge, but... <laughs> it wasn't in the boys. I don't want to be one that tells you not to base your um, legality system based on... Look, superheroes are superheroes, okay? And we've seen Aaron Donald. That's fine, but... Um... Okay, I, I got to get off the boys because this is going to turn into a Nazi superhero here in a second. Um, <laughs> but no, and it, Fab it's... Five Freddy said no. Okay, holy Jesus, stop it! We're almost done here. Um, with with what the Niners have, like I said, there's in the playoffs. You know, obviously weird things happen, but there's only two teams I see that get the get the Niners off, and that, that's. That's the Eagles. That's the Chiefs. I th- I think they. I know they beat the Bengals. They beat the Bengals. I feel they. Be- I, I feel like the I feel they Bills. beat. The, I feel they beat the Bengals by two and a half tuds. Well, and and that's just purely on the defensive line throwing whatever the hell the Bengals call an offensive line to the side and having free reign. Yeah, yeah. I I if it's if it's Bengals Niners Super Bowl, give me thirty five fourteen and I'll take it. Like I, I honestly, that was God. the I think that was the score the first time they played in the Super Bowl. Wouldn't surprise me, but no. Um, Which is why Chris Collinsworth absolutely hates the 49ers. Well, Listen to him call a 49ers game. Well, here's a guy. Um, <laughs> uh, that's the one sound on Sundays I don't ever look forward to. It's fair, um, but yeah, no, it's it's going to be it's going to be a interesting stretch run here the afc division or the afc uh playoff race is now tied all right back up oh, it was 20 to 16 sorry oh well i think i might have been thinking of the uh, uh niners chargers super bowl in 94 okay oh, i don't know there was one of those that was just an absolute blowout it was unnecessary to watch i know one of them was against the uh broncos um Yes, my my dad has a famous little story from that one, um, but no, and it's the NFC West. Or the NFC, I think you've got two teams. If if there's some way that the Vikings avoid, which isn't physically possible, because the NFC West and the NFC North are going to be the two and three seeds, unless something happens with Philly and then the Vikings end up jumping them. Don't see it happening. The Viking, the the Niners are gonna have to go Vikings Eagles to get to the Super Bowl, and like I said, it, this this could be quite the interesting AFC playoff because as I've already mentioned, you know we talk about Mahomes, we talk about uh, Josh, you know being those top two guys. What if Burrow makes a second one this year? You know what what happens? Man. Obviously. I don't get me wrong. I think I don't think the Bills eat beat any of the top either of the top two teams. They might beat the Vikings. I don't feel like they beat the other top two teams in the NFC. I, I think I, I think I feel the Bills would actually pair up well against the Eagles. I, I think uh, the Eagles defense it's not a bad <laughs> defense, but right now with the way offenses are 
you almost have to have an overly aggressive elite defense like the Broncos, which aren't even going to be in this conversation, but like the Cowboys, like the Saints. I mean, that Saints defense is just... There's some great defenses out there, but they don't have the offense to help score some points. And that's the difference with, I think, the Niners. That's why maybe I'm too close to the situation, but I, I feel... That what Jalen Hurts is doing on their on the offensive side of the ball is incredible. Um, I mean, if MVP esque, if not MVP caliber um, season. Nah, I mean, I'd say it's like I said, as I said earlier. I think he's, I think he's the betting favorite probably come tomorrow. But you get him off schedule, off tempo, and running for his life. Because as soon as he breaks out of the pocket, I mean, Nick Bosa's on his heels. Nick Bosa's not going to run him down. But Dre Greenlaw, Dre, Dre Greenlaw's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Warner is a missile. I've seen him leap <laughs> 10 yards. No, we saw that this weekend. Yeah. Um, Tolano Hufunga. These guys, they swarm... And they hit so hard. Drake Greenlaw, which he's had two this year, but and one of them was absolute bullshit. But he's not afraid to get thrown out of a game for lighting a motherfucker up. Yeah, and he's not doing that in the playoffs. Um, but, no, like I said, I mean, like I, said, I, I think the Bills can match up with the Eagles, and I think that'd be a fun Super Bowl to watch. I, I very, I, I'd actually be taking the Bills in that one. I feel... Josh Allen, Superman. I would, prob- I would probably lean towards the Bills in that one. I feel Josh uh, Allen. If Josh Allen, Superman hits, the Eagles' defense can't do enough I, to slow them down. I would also love to watch the Bills Vikings Super Bowl. Oh, and that I feel would be I so feel like fun. the Bengals Vikings Super Bowl would also be really fun to watch. Also, yeah, the, those would be three great. Um, what the shittiest part about any of those Super Bowls is that both of us would be sitting there angry. Because oh, yeah. that yeah. means that both of us lost, just like last year in the championship round. That's the thing, man. I was like, if I if I had to gauge a gut feeling, I don't think the Chiefs make the AFC Championship game this year. Really? I I feel like we're gonna draw the we're we're gonna end up in the draw that has the Bengals prior to the AFC Championship game. They end up two three. They play each other in the divisional round. Kansas City sitting at home for the AFC Championship game. Don't get me wrong. If there's anybody that can overcome everything, yeah, give me 15. Oh, I, without a doubt. But the Bengals have consistently beat the Chiefs the same way. Does it work in the playoffs again? Maybe. Chiefs play the Bills. I, you know, yeah, that, that, I'm not. That I'm so not 50, super. 50. I'm not super confident on that. We've. I mean, we talked about it earlier this year. I believe if you played that game ten times, each team wins five games. You know, if I, I don't understand, and maybe maybe the Chiefs had a bad week. Maybe maybe you can chalk it up to they had a bad week. I don't know how you have a bad week against the team that knocked you out of the playoffs last year. 
a team that came back from a double-digit halftime deficit twice on you last year, a team that as much stupid shit-talking as Justin Reed did prior to the game, how do you how do you come out flat against that team again? You know, and and I mean don't get me wrong, they at least got going this time. Second half of last year's game, I mean, I called it whenever they came out of half in that first drive. I was like, this game's over. I mean, you were sitting there with me. Yep. That game was over. The Chiefs had lost all drive. I don't know how you do that in an AFC Championship game, but it seems like the Bengals do that to the Chiefs. I and I just don't I don't I don't have the utmost faith that I had hell last week. You know, I knew this Bengals game was going to be a test and I knew there's a good chance the Chiefs were going to lose this game. But the defense reverted back to the 2018 defense. It, I mean they it, it you let Samaj P Ryan do whatever he wanted and there was zero pass rush. What what do you do in the NFL whenever you can't sack the quarter the most sacked quarterback in the NFL? You lose. That's what you do. Um, I think let's start wrapping this thing up. I know we've got your fantastic foreplay to get to. So I will hand it over to you. Alright. So for my fantastic foreplay this week, I got one here, Austin, that's near and dear to your heart. We're going to be talking about a certain quarterback who wears number three. My first fantastic foreplay is Russell Wilson. I'd like to give a huge shout out to you, Russ, for not throwing a touchdown this week. That makes it two weeks in a row. You still have eight touchdowns. And 12 bathrooms. There it is. Thank you for keeping the dream alive. Ah, I'm so dumb. I'm here for it. I love every minute of this. This is the dumbest stat we've probably ever tracked. And we'll continue to track because it's... It's still well alive. It's refreshing is what it is. It, it, it's away from the norm. Gives us something to root for because sometimes when there's just bad contracts with, with players that neither one of us thought were washed, just... Sometimes you just have to watch and enjoy the train wreck and just forget about the people dying inside the train. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> uh, sticking with the quarterback here. Kind of already hit on him. Big cock, Brock, Purdy. Coming in, playing all four quarters, all but like three minutes of the football game to help lead the 49 this guy is Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, last pick in the draft last year. Rookie. He did start for four years at Iowa State, so it's not like he's a complete... Uh, he's not Trey Lance, where he's got, I don't know, 14 uh, starts in his college career. The guy's played some football. Um, like That's no shot at Trey. Um, just needs some more time under center. But Brock Purdy was reading defenses... Uh, there were a couple blitz packages that they brought where the uh, defensive end, not not Jalen Phillips, uh, Nick Chubb. Bradley Chubb. Or Bradley Chubb. 
wrong chub. Um, you know what's not a chub? Big cock. Rock. You know? disappointment from the other side of the table here uh where bradley chubb was a free rusher on a bootleg and happened two or three times where brock purdy just stood there waited for him to commit to his line before breaking out to hit a wide open debo samuel or brandon Ayuk or one of those plays ended up being uh christian mccaffrey so, the way he's able to read a defense, I, it, I'm confident that Shanahan's going to be like, look, we're just going to give you the easy throws underneath, and if they try and take those away from you, we've got a running game that's going to be able to run. The kid's set up for success. He came out and, once again, a, a backup quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers made a, an opponent look stupid on the field. I he did he did great. Love seeing it. Uh, next got Jason Kelsey. And this has nothing to do with on-field play. You guys need to look it up. Jason Kelsey showed up to the game dressed up as Doug from 51st Dates. He was spot on the the mesh uh tank top, the sandals, the neck. I, it was Doug, just about 150 pounds of muscle more, which is terrifying to think. Uh, and then the last one, a little bit more somber note, still very happy. Uh, Connor Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he caught his first touchdown against the Falcons. Good on you, Connor. Here's why that's special. Connor Hayward is Cameron Hayward, the defensive tackle. That's his little brother. Connor and Cameron's dad, Craig, Craig played fullback for the Atlanta Falcons. So Connor Hayward and Cameron, before the game, went and visited... Uh, their late father's gravesite um, kind of had a moment and come back to play the Eagle or the Eagles, the Falcons, and Connor gets his first NFL touchdown. So what's even crazier about that was was it uh, Craig's last touchdown or first? First, first Craig's first touchdown was on a uh, tight end out and up route down the right hash. Coincidentally, that was also Connor's first touchdown coming against his dad's team. Uh, Connor and Cameron shored at, shared a, a moment together on the sideline. Um, obviously got, got the ball from his first touchdown. That's that's kind of what you want to see in football. That's one of those moments that helps you realize that it's a little bit more than a game. Uh, so congrats on that, Connor, um, Cameron, and uh, late dad Craig um, on the 
very interesting first touchdown for Connor. It's one of those football moments that makes you go, wait a minute. Yep. You know, it's it's one of those things that makes this game special to watch. Um, I think with that, we're going to go ahead and bounce out of here. This, this show has gone a little longer than I think we had intended. Um, just, but, just an FYI, uh, when you and I started talking hour games, we were at an hour eight. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it took a minute. Um, <laughs> it's, it's weird what a couple of rants will do to you. Um, I guess we'll uh, we'll get out of here. Um, man, I really wish I would have gotten I know, I did not execute that. So, unfortunately, the Netherlands did to the U.S. what the U.S. couldn't do to Iran and finish them off in a war. And that's how we're going to end the show. Be kind to each other, love one another, and always remember, fuck fuck the the Cowboys. Cowboys.